You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hey, hey, mama friends, and welcome to another episode of the Mama Work It podcast. This week, we are chatting with Desiree Wolf about, get ready for it, boundaries. Oh my God, I am so excited for this. Desiree is a self-proclaimed self-help junkie who promises she's not a life coach. She is on a mission to encourage women to stop giving so many fucks and start giving themselves permission through her brand and podcast, Slightly Unfiltered. She's an event planner by profession, but also a mom, speaker, and podcast host. Desiree is now inspiring women through interviews and talks about letting go of their quest for balance and writing permission slips to embrace life and who they are. Desiree is also passionate about personality types and learning how to communicate with others. She's here to motivate women to take action toward their dreams. Desiree, thank you so much for being on the Mama Work It podcast today. Thank you. I'm so excited. This podcast sounds like it's right up my alley, so I think this will be fun. Yes. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, first, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got started in your business, Slightly Unfiltered? Love the name, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Well, my business was sort of birthed out of years of personal growth for myself. I was lucky enough that I worked on the corporate side of network marketing for a few years. Um, And while there's a lot of controversy about that industry as a whole, the thing that I learned was the importance of personal development in order to be able to grow professionally and financially. And so that was a huge aha for me, someone who was on the corporate side of hospitality for many years. It was just climb the ladder, climb the ladder. How fast can you get there? The better you do, the more you grow type thing. And, And there was no focus on personal development. I thought that was kind of a woo-woo, you know, go see Dr. Phil type bull crap. And um, I really learned a lot when I was involved in the network marketing industry. And just the support for women having a business lit a fire in me. And I was like, there's not enough of this. We need more. We need more women doing things that they love for themselves and setting their own goals and all this kind of stuff. And it's just been something that's been inside of me for years. And finally, I'm letting it all out with the podcast, and it's just been an amazing ride. I love meeting all the women that I get to meet. Oh, amazing. Yeah, totally feel the same way on the personal development end. We need more of that in this life, totally. All right, so I'm excited to dive deeper on this topic of boundaries because I think a lot of moms struggle with this. So first off, why are boundaries so important for moms? Boundaries are going to save our sanity. When I first became a mom, uh, a great aunt said to me, she said, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. And if you 
don't listen to anything else I say. Just listen to this next sentence. Be the parent. And that just really stuck with me. And so I, I asked her, I said, well, I know what you mean, but tell me more. And she goes, you set the rules, you set the boundaries. You will lose your mind if you let your child dictate everything that goes on in your life. And that just really, like, it was ingrained in my brain. And I thought to myself, whenever I'm starting to feel like that level of, oh my gosh, these kids are running my life, I have to take a look back and say, okay, well, what boundaries am I letting them completely erase? So it, it really is just, it's for my sanity that I have to set the boundaries and we have to just kind of abide by them. Not every boundary gets followed all the time. You know, there's, there's always the exception. But I think by having them in place, it kind of gives us a little bit of a, a roadmap, you know, to say about where, where we can push the boundary a little bit and where we need to absolutely stick to them. It's for our own sanity. <laughs> yes, I'm all about that. Absolutely. So we feel like we have a lot of responsibilities as moms, right? Where a lot of people in our lives is go-to person. And on top of it, many of us really just like to be helpful. I mean, like many, many human beings do, right? But obviously we can't do and be everything for everyone because it's just not sustainable. So tell us, where do we even begin if we want to start setting some boundaries in our lives? Well, the first thing that, that women need to realize is that no is a complete sentence. Yeah. And I think once you practice just saying no, I'm not available for that. It's amazing how freeing that feels. And I know, I know so many women that struggle with, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings or, you know, it'll start a fight, that kind of thing. But the more we practice saying no, I'm not available, then the easier it becomes and people actually stop expecting you to always be there for them. And I think that's something that comes with time. It really is just something that, you know, the more you do, the better you get at it. And it's amazing, you know, how many people will call me and they'll be like, oh, are you available for this? And I'll just say, nope, not right now, you know, maybe in a couple months. Or there's been phone calls from friends, you know, I just really need to talk. You know what? I know you're going through something. You got to give me about an hour. You know, it's really just all about respecting your own time and and making time for the things that you love so you don't feel like you're being taken advantage of from everybody else. Yeah, that is so important because I'm all about, you know, prioritization, time management, kind of doing things that really serve you. And when you come across these things that aren't necessarily serving you, you know, you have to know when to be able to say no, like you're saying, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you have to recognize that you need to say no. You know, I think so many women being the caretakers and the nurturers that we are, we want to take care of everybody. So if somebody needs something, we're going to drop what we're doing and go help them. But what we end up doing is getting burnt out and, you know, we lose sleep and, you know, that, that old adage, you can't fill from an empty cup, man, that's, that's for mamas. That saying is for women who feel like they need to take care of everybody. You got to make sure that you're giving time for yourself too. Is there a specific, I don't want to say formula, but is there a specific <laughs> way when, you know, you having, I imagine been through this struggle before knew what things you should be saying no to and what things maybe you should actually stop what you're doing and support in that moment? 
I wish there was a magic fucking pill <laughs> for this because I'm one of those people that everything feels like an opportunity. Like this is an opportunity. This could be a good thing. This is something that I should do. So I'm, I'm, I have a tendency to be like, yeah, I can do that. I can do all the things. What do you mean? I've learned over the years that if it's not a hell yeah to begin with, then it's a no thank you. And that takes, that's a big struggle for me because I'm a, I'm a hell yeah person. Like I, I want all the things and I want to do all the things that I want, you know, I love variety in my life, but I think we have to take a step back and realize what, you know, it it sounds so corny, but what gives us joy to do? You know, do you love running over to your parents' house and helping them reset the VCR for the 30th time this month? Maybe that's something you enjoy. If it's not, then maybe suggest to them, hey, mom, you should call, you know, the Best Buy guys and have them come out and help you. But I think we just have to, we just have to take a little bit of inventory of what's bringing us joy and what do we absolutely dread. And if you can say no to the things that you dread, oh my God, amazing things start to happen in your life. Yes. I love that example too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk more about kids. So I think as moms, especially working moms, you know, sometimes we can have a hard time saying no to kids when the request isn't necessarily something bad for them because of mom guilt. So like maybe the kids aren't asking you to eat ice cream and candy for dinner. Maybe they're asking you to read that read to them or stay in their bed for a few extra minutes or something really sweet that you're just like, it just hits this mass of guilt for saying no in that moment. So how do you handle that? Sometimes you just got to lean into it. Sometimes you got to just let it happen. I know there's probably parent, you know, parenting experts out there that are like, oh God, please don't listen to this woman. (laughs) But you know what? As a mom, we, they're going to go, they're going to go out into the world one day and they're going to be gone. And it's so funny. We, we had this struggle with my youngest who loves to sleep with us. He loves to sleep at our bed. And most of the time I'm up a lot later than my husband and they go watch a movie before bed. So he just falls asleep in there. And I don't know how many times I've just left him in there because one day he's not even going to be in my house. So it's, you know, it's one of the things that I just kind of lean into. He feels more secure sleeping in there. It doesn't bother either one of us. So we just kind of let it happen. Again, I'm sure there are other mothers and parenting experts that are rolling their eyes at me right now. But, you know, we don't let him eat candy for dinner. So maybe it's a little bit about that, you know, kind of balance of the give and take of, okay, we're going to let this slide, but we're going to follow the rules hardcore on this other stuff. And we, you know, we, we talk to him about it too. We even tell him, you know, you can't sleep in our bed forever. And he's like, I know, but I can do it right now. Can't I? And it's kind of that logic that I'm like, well, he's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that you said that because it's hard, right? It's like a constant internal battle. Like, oh, do I follow what, you know, the experts are saying? Do I, you know, give in to this? Is this going to spiral into something else? So I think we're always questioning kind of our judgment. And sometimes, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's probably different in every household, but what if you're the strict parent by default? It can be really hard in that case. But I love that you said that because there has to be time for tenderness and kind of that, that sweetness that you're right, does go away too fast. And even Mm -hmm. though a lot of moms listening are in the thick of the toddler years or the thick of the baby years and it's tough and you're not sleeping and you're impatient and you're juggling so many things, you know, 
I'm glad that we're hearing that that message because I imagine it does go away all that fast. So parenting is hard and it neither of my kids came with an instruction manual. You know, so it, I feel like all this judgment around moms and you should be doing this and this is best for your kids. Sometimes you just got to kind of feel what feels best and just hope that you're making the right decisions. And that's it. That's really all we can do. I don't, I don't think there's a right or a wrong way to raise your kids. And I, I think as women, we need to give ourselves a little bit more grace when it comes to the judgment we put on ourselves. What will other people think about the way I'm raising my baby? Am I making the right decisions? Or the question that I like to ask myself, how much in therapy is this going to cost my children when they get older? <laughs> right? Okay, let's switch gears now. Uh, let's move away from the kids and more to maybe some toxicity in our lives. So oh, what yes. if you're in a situation where the person is just stressing you the fuck out all the time? Like maybe this is a boss or a mother-in-law or a friend or imagine, you know, it's just not always easy in this, these situations to set boundaries, I think. So how do you handle that? And when the situation's maybe a little bit more sensitive. Oh, she's sensitivity. I, I've, I've been told that I'm not quite sensitive enough. So <laughs> this is something which is so funny because just a little bit of a, of a backstory real quick. When I was a kid, I was always accused of being too sensitive. You're too sensitive. You cry too easy. Things upset you too much. You need to toughen up a little bit. These are all things I heard from, uh, you know, my older brother to uh, softball coaches to teachers, you know, I, I got this from every angle of my life, except for my mom who always thinks I'm perfect. But you know, my stepdad, you know, you can't cry all the time. You're, you know, you got to toughen up. You got to don't, don't be a little wussy, you know, that kind of thing. Those are all things that I heard. And I think as I got older, I ended up building sort of like this wall around me of like, well, you can't fuck with me now, you know, and here I am this big, bad, tough woman. And I, I think when it comes to sensitive situations, sometimes, you know, it's that important thing of stepping back and kind of looking at it from multiple angles. Well, if I approach it this way, what could happen? Not the what if game, because I'm not necessarily a fan of, oh my gosh, if I say this, I'm going to get fired, you know, that kind of thing. But I think oh, if this plays out this way, how should I react? I think if we look at it as how should I react instead of, well, what if, you know, it gives us a little bit more control over the situation. Um, and sometimes, and this is the hardest part, sometimes we just have to bite our tongue and let it ride. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of instances where we know our boss is not right. And we just want to tell them, this is, you're wrong, you're wrong. Sometimes we just have to swallow that giant pill and just let it go. And and that's hard for a lot of women. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the boundary is just being quiet, right? Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes the boundary is saying, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to fight against this. And that's that's a healthy boundary saying, you know what? I'm just going to let them do what they have to do. I'm not going to take it personally. Done. And not let it kind of eat at you in your head, right? Like yes. not let it take up precious real estate in your very crowded mom brain. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Figure out a way to get it out. Whether it's going outside and screaming at the top of your lungs, which works 
I'm telling you, writing in your journal, if that's your thing, talking to a friend, sometimes just getting it out of your system is the best way to deal with not having to deal with it, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, it does. It does. Okay. All right. Well, you personally are a working mom of two kids. You have a podcast, you have a business. I mean, you must have some boundaries or you'd probably be pretty stressed out trying to manage all that. So tell us what some of your boundaries are and how they play a part in your ability to manage your lifestyle. Yeah. Well, you know, and I also have a part-time job too. So on top of all of that, and one of the things I had to do when I was meeting with my boss about starting work, I told her, I said, you know what? I'm available six days a week. Mondays are absolutely, I'm not available. It's just, it, you can put me anywhere you want any other day of the week. You can ask me to do whatever you need six days a week. Mondays are untouchable. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm terribly sorry. If that doesn't work for you, then this isn't the job for me. And she's like, you know what? I can respect that. So I just had to communicate that, you know what? Mondays are the day that I do my thing. Um, and then it's then on the other side of that, I had to set the boundary of, well, what does that Monday look like for me? Well, for me, that's podcast day. The kids are home from school, so I'm not having to worry about them logging in, being in class, getting to school on time, that kind of thing. So that was the day that works best for me. In, in other areas of my life, I have to set boundaries of like, you know what? I don't have to do a load of laundry every freaking day. Yes, that might mean on Mondays I do an extra load, but I don't have to have the house clean when the man comes home from work. That was a pressure that I was putting on myself for several years working from home before was, well, I'm home all day. I should have the house clean when he gets home from work. Well, damn it. I'm home all day because I'm running a business and taking care of two kids who are homeschooling right now, you know? So I had to sort of set that boundary of, well, I'll get as much done as I can in between the things that I need to get done. It was a struggle for a while. There ended up having to be a lot of communication with the people that I live with. And it's amazing how women (laughs) assume that others know what's going on with them and they have no clue. It was, it was an aha moment when my husband said to me, he said, well, you just got to tell me. And I went, oh, really? If I just tell you that I need you to do this once a week and I don't want to do it, you'll do it? He's like, you might have to remind me a couple of times, but don't get mad at me about it. Just tell me you need it done. And I was like, huh, it's that easy. <laughs> so you got to communicate. You got to communicate with the people around you and let them know what you need. They're not mind readers, just as much as we're not mind readers either. Oh, agree with that so much. I know. And it's like, sometimes the hardest <laughs> things are the easiest things yeah. that we just haven't figured out. All right. Oh, this conversation has been so fun. Yay. Um, but we are ready to move on to the lightning round of this show. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So right now we're going to be talking about some random stuff about you. We just want to get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. This has nothing to do with boundaries. So get ready. Here we go. Okay. All right. What is your guilty pleasure TV show? Friends. Ooh, good choice. I can watch it from the beginning to the end over and over. Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite episode? Let's go a step further. Oh, my favorite episode is the um, the one where they know. They know we know. They know we know when they're all starting to find out about Chandler and Monica. Best yeah. episode. <laughs> that is a good one. A great. What book are you reading right now? 
I am reading, I got to remember the name of it, Before You Quit Your Job by Kenya Kelly. And it's all about turning your side hustle into uh, your business. Ooh. Yeah. It's a great right. book. Great book. Okay. Nail salon, hair salon, or spa. You can only pick one to visit for the rest of your life. Which Ooh. one is it? Easy. Spa, please. All right. <laughs> what is your cocktail of choice? Cocktail of choice. Uh, apple cider mimosa. Oh, yum. I've never <laughs> had that. Are you an introvert or or an extrovert? I am an extroverted introvert. I can walk into any room and start a conversation with anybody, but man, do I love my alone time. I love that. I feel the same way. If you could go on vacation tomorrow anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Oh, Jamaica. Just the thought of being in the nice, warm sun right now, not really given a care in the world. Maybe I'll put some dreads in my hair. I don't know. It just sounds like <laughs> it just sounds like a wonderful place and there's rum flowing everywhere. Yes, Jamaica, please. <laughs> Jamaica, yeah. What if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life? What would it be? Calories don't count. Oh, French fries. I could eat French fries. You can turn them into a breakfast. They could be... I don't know. You can turn it into a French fry salad. I don't know. French fries, definitely. French fry salad. Love it. Um, what's your one app you cannot live without? My calendar. My Google calendar. I live and breathe by it. Everything else could go away. As long as it's on the calendar, I'm good. And I'm turning yeah. it into my mother. Oh, my goodness. She was, a list, <laughs> she was a list person, and now I live by my calendar. I totally get what she meant. <laughs> yes. We have all crossed over into the modern world. <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap up, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Absolutely. Uh, you can find me at slightlyunfiltered.com. I am also Slightly Unfiltered on Instagram. And I've got a weekly podcast that comes out every Wednesday. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for being here, Desiree. This was so fun. Thank you. I love this conversation. I could talk about it for hours. <laughs> You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, if you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon. But in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.